This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. Well, I was at a very large family event on the weekend, and more than once I felt the need to kind of duck out of a heated political conversation because that's what it seems like all political conversations are these days, heated. feels like everyone's always arguing to try and change somebody's mind that isn't going to be changed no matter what facts and figures might say. Now, surveys show that it has led to less trust in the institutions of our society, like our political system and the media as well. And that is a topic that Lieutenant Governor Janet Austin has been weighing in on. She has written an opinion piece in the Vancouver Sun, speaking out on the need for more constructive participation in our democracy. And she joins us now to talk more about the idea. Thank you for being here today. Uh, Thank you for inviting me. So, Your Honor, why did you decide to write on this topic? What made you do this? I have become increasingly concerned, I think like many of your listeners, uh, increasingly concerned about the fragility of democracy in the current global context. Um, You know, about the erosion of respect for democratic institutions um, and conventions um, and about the decline of incivility in, in public discourse. And uh, I think it's, you know, I have a, an important role, a unique platform, uh, and um, I feel that it's important to use it as an opportunity uh, to encourage greater cross-fertilization of opinion across the barriers that divide people in society, um, and really just to encourage us to um, engage much more constructively on some of the key issues we face in society. The challenges we face are complex. They're not, uh, they're not matters that can be solved um, simply you know, on many of these issues, there is no silver bullet. Uh, and so I think we need to be prepared to engage in discussions and, and uh, enter those discussions with a willingness to listen and a willingness to compromise our opinions and uh, compromise our, our, uh, on, uh, on the best solutions and, and to change our views when confronted with superior logic. That is what's happened, though, isn't it? We, we no longer see kind of that not just ability to compromise, but there's no longer that willingness to compromise. Yeah, you know, and I think this is a general global trend. And uh, one of the points I made in the uh, in the op-ed piece that that you mentioned uh, is that I think it's in part a result of the rise of technology uh, and the algorithms, which actually um, create echo chambers uh, that reinforce the information that we're, see- we're receiving through technology, social media, and the internet. Uh, and this has a result of actually, I think, creating greater distance between people and contributing to a culture which is less open-minded, perhaps more fearful of difference and change. So if we're always just seeing things that we agree with or that we like, we're not open, our minds aren't staying open enough. Yeah, I I mean, I think that's absolutely correct. Um, You know, as a person, I've always tried, I think, to you know, put myself in positions where I could engage with people whose views are different. Uh, And that's been a a wonderful, I think, learning experience for me in many situations. Uh, And I think if we don't make that effort genuinely and sincerely, we're only ever speaking to ourselves. How do we change this then? Well, you know, and it's, it's a big question, and it's one that really haunts me because, of course, technology and the echo chambers that you know, are, are created by the algorithms that, you know, direct our, 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 the media information we're receiving. You know, they're omnipresent. They're incredibly powerful. But I think that there are two things we can do as individuals. 
One is we can make a sincere effort um, to reach out to people whose views are different, and we can engage in those conversations with a willingness to listen, a willingness to learn, um, and, and not approach them initially you know, with, with a desire to convince the other person to your point of view, you know, to take the primary objective of, of trying to understand what is it that has shaped their views? You know, there are many reasons why people hold the opinions that they do, but also with, a, with an openness to, you know, to receiving their information and being prepared to change our minds if, if, if mm-hmm. confronted with superior reasoning. So that's one thing. The other thing I think that's important is um, participating in civil society. Um, you know, I myself am a product of civil society, and I think that when you engage in the many organizations that are doing important work, uh, charitable, nonprofit work, um, that champion causes and, and, and uh, um, address many of the problems we are seeing in society and in our communities, it does bring you into contact with a broader range of people. It does broaden your perspective, and I personally believe that... Uh, that uh, it's the civil society organizations, the health and, and uh, the thriving nature of what we would call the third sector is, um, is a mark of a healthy democracy. And so I think people can um, participate constructively in our democracy by playing that role as well. You were very active in the community prior to becoming the lieutenant governor. What has changed for you since you've taken on this job? What have you <laughs> noticed more in people? Um, well, you know, it's an enormous privilege. There's no question um, to do this work. Uh, you know, I, I think I um, was quite well prepared to take on the role. There's been nothing that has really been a surprise. Um, you know, of course, I have a responsibility for the province now, and so part of part of the shift for me is spending more time elsewhere in British Columbia, which again is a wonderful opportunity to meet people and to learn about the different aspects of our of our really fabulous province. Um, I think as well, I do now it takes is 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 more of a symbolic role, mm-hmm. uh, and 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 so I feel it's very important to use that opportunity, that platform, in a way that brings profile to some of the key issues and challenges we're facing. So I've actually selected three. Um, The first really flows from my previous work, uh, both professionally and in the community. Uh, And so it's really about promoting diversity, inclusion, equality, and by that I mean both economic and gender equality. The second is reconciliation. Um, I do believe that reconciliation with Indigenous peoples is, is one of the most important things we can move forward on in society now. And so we have a number of things that we're executing at Government House around that. And the third is the one we're discussing, which is, which is how we can contribute to a healthy democracy. So, so that, for me, um, is something that is, is, is new, I think, in the, the range of um, interests that I've had. Um, mm-hmm. And I guess the other thing I would say that's a bit of a difference is, uh, you know, my, my week and my time is not anchored in the same way. There's no such thing as a weekend, <laughs> and um, <laughs> which is fine. It's great. Um, but, um, you know, so you kind of lose track of time in a way that, that you don't when you're in a more structured, regular environment. It's so interesting what you're saying then about this, what really sticks with me is that you're saying to not always approach every conversation as though you are right and you're going to convince the other person that you are right. That's important for, I think, all of us yeah. to learn. Well, absolutely. I mean, I think it's, it's important just to develop your listening skills. Um, and, you know, if we don't do that, we never learn anything. We're just reinforcing our own opinions, which in a, 
you know, in a in a micro uh, micro way, is the same thing that the uh, the algorithms that shape uh, social media and our media choices um, does in a macro way. So I think that's important. One thing I would like to say as well, mm-hmm. I think I think that Canada, when we look around the world, I think Canada is, um, you know, can stand in contrast to the kind of dysfunction that we are seeing emerging elsewhere, uh, and I feel very proud of that. Um, you know, I feel very proud, really, of the people I know. Uh, who step up and serve in public office. Uh, For the most part, they are exceptional people who want Mm -hmm. to serve. And I think that as citizens, we need to better appreciate the sacrifices that they make for the privilege of serving us, um, the the contribution that they make, and and the difficult challenges that they face. So I want to encourage respect um, for our political leaders uh, and and also, frankly, respect for our professional nonpartisan public service which is such a bulwark and an anchor for our society. Well, Your Honour, thank you for joining us today to talk about this. Okay, well, thank you, Simi. It's a pleasure, and I wish you all the best. That is Lieutenant Governor Janet Austin uh, talking about an opinion piece that she has recently written in the Vancouver Sun. You should check it out. It's very, very good.